Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Wellbeing in Your Wallet podcast today. We are so excited to be back with you all today as we have a very special guest with us. And we have a lot to catch up on since our last episode. So welcome back to all of our listeners. I'm Jackie Kearns, the Chief Brand Officer at Affinity Federal Credit Union. And I am super happy to be here today with Kevin Brower, our CEO at Affinity. So welcome, Kevin, to the first Wellbeing in Your Wallet podcast that you've attended. Well, it's so exciting to be here with you. Uh, you know, all you podcast stars at this <laughs> point uh, for Affinity. This is, this is a <laughs> tremendous opportunity for me. And if somebody told me I would be on a podcast uh, uh, even a few years ago, I would say they're crazy. Yeah, we are so excited to have you because I think, as you said, things have definitely been interesting the last few weeks in our market, in our industry. And we'd love to hear more about that from your perspective. Um, You're also the new CEO as of January. So congratulations on that. That's exciting for all of us here at Affinity and our members. And I think that you've always been a closet wannabe (laughs) podcaster. So I have a feeling this won't be your only chance to be with us here on the Wellbeing in Your Wallet. So welcome again, Kevin. And um, let me also just have an opportunity to welcome back Grant and Sean and and have them introduce themselves as well. Thank you, Jackie. Uh, Welcome back, everybody. Once again, I'm Grant Gallagher, Head of Financial Wellbeing and Brand Communications here at Affinity. My name is Sean Lubitz. I'm the Vice President of Retail and Digital Banking here at Affinity. That's great. Well, welcome back, Sean and Grant. Again, um, Kevin, we have done a few of these now. This, I think, is number 11, if I'm not mistaken. And the course of our work, as you know, is always focused on well-being and that emotional connection we have with our money and finance. And I just want to start off and you know get your perspective. What does financial well-being mean to you? I know you've built a career around it, but I'd love to hear on a personal note as well as the career you've built around that. Yeah, you know, Financial well-being is something that uh, you hear a lot about now. Uh, it, it is well-being is a total concept, uh, with financial being a, a segment of well-being. And uh, you know, fi- financial well-being is such an elusive definition because it, it's all about how your financial situation makes you feel uh, emotionally. Uh, so you know, with that, my definition for financial well-being is having a sense of financial security and stability leading to an overall state of financial health and happiness. Uh, Ultimately, it comes from having control over your finances and being able to meet all your financial obligations while also having enough uh, financial resources to enjoy life and allowing you to fill uh, any financial dreams or dreams in general that you may have. Yeah, I, I love, love the dream part. I know, Grant, talk a little bit about that <laughs> to you, because I know, Kevin, as you mentioned the word dreams, and sometimes those dreams, uh, let's just say it, they're keeping you up at night. They might not be the happy dreams, but they might be the worrisome dreams that, oh, did that just happen? Uh, Grant and Sean, I'd love to hear a little bit about your perspective there and, and how the well-being, to your point, that elusive term, what it really means here at Affinity for us and how we execute with our members and those listeners out there. Yeah, that that dream part is so critical because, you know, when people are really focused on their finances, they're typically thinking about it in terms of dollars and cents. They're focused on paying the bills. They're focused on keeping the food on the table. And, and when they're really looking at that kind of more tactical side of things, it becomes a source of stress, you know, and, and people think about how much money they have. Well, the reality is if that's your perspective on your finances, you're never going to have enough. It's always going to be a source of stress. It's really looking at 
what that money enables you to do. It's achieving those dreams. It's looking forward to what you're working towards. Because in the end, you know, that stack of money that you potentially have, it's not doing anything for you. It's what you do with it. It's the memories you make. It's the things you achieve with it. And that's really where we want people to focus on. We want them to think about their goals and their dreams and help them build that plan to get there. That's that's what really matters. And that's what's really personal to, to everyone when it comes to their financial well-being. And, and I think that's one of the best things we do at Affinity. I mean, Sean, we've talked about this before on other episodes, but tell us a little bit more from your perspective as, you know, looking at the front line and working out there every day with our members and potential members. What do you think about that? And, and, and what's the what's the temperature out there right now on those dreams? Are we are we dreaming big? Are we dreaming small? What What's that feeling out there like? Yeah, I, th- I think it's a, a- constant state of flux, right? So there's there's people that are definitely feeling a little uneasy in the current market environment. But as you've all said, it's it's that emotional connection that ties back to to money, right? The financial side um, of our lives. But what's what's really stands out to me when we talk about financial well-being is that it is different for everybody. And it's a very fluid um, kind of gauge of where you stand because I could feel very confident right now. And God forbid we have some medical bills or something happens to our home, that that state of financial well-being can change overnight, right? It can change in an instant. So one of the things I really love here at Affinity that our frontline does very well is connects with our members, um, develop a relationship with the members and make them feel confident and trusting that they can come in and they can have those conversations. It's not something they have to go through alone. Um, so we do want to be the kind of their, their trusted advisors, whether they're in a really good place or they have um, some things that they'd like to take care of. So we, again, at Affinity, we want to be here for you in any state that you are feeling it as far as financial well-being. Making a difference, right? And I think part of that, Kevin, you have stated, you know, as you've come into your new role, difference makers and what that means to all of us as being part of the Affinity family and how we make a difference every day. So well said, Sean, and well said, Grant. And Maybe we should take a little bit of, of time now, though, to get more familiar with Kevin, the CEO, and you know, talk a little bit more about that. So, Sean, I'm going to t- toss it to you to ask Kevin the questions, since I don't want to have to be responsible for anything. No, the, the, the burning questions. <laughs> I, maybe I shouldn't be in headquarters right now. I don't know, but oh, I've been looking forward to this, Kevin. We want to pick your brain for sure. Um, so, first, right. I'll say this: congratulations. I think everybody is is very, very excited for you, and it's extremely well deserved your new role here at Affinity. Um, but I do think people want to continue to get to know you and, and continue to learn from you um, as your career obviously has led you to this point. So the first question I have for you, it's only been a little over four months now at this point, but what would you say is the biggest lesson you've learned taking on the role of, of CEO here at Affinity? Well, first of all, let me say it's a, it's a privilege uh, to be president and CEO of Affinity and work with a team of difference makers that uh, want to succeed and make a difference in today's world. Uh, you know, it's it's a, you can't come into a better situation than what I have. And, and to succeed somebody who had been in the position for over 27 years, uh, you know, those are big shoes to fill. And, and the team here and the members have all been welcoming and, and it's been such a great uh, uh, first 90 days of doing this role in leading and coaching uh, as we move forward. But, you know, what did I learn right away? Oh, my gosh. it's uh, There's been a lot of things that have happened in the last 90 days. I don't think anybody uh, would have thought that uh, uh, you would be entering into a, a banking crisis 
uh, within their first 90 days and in dealing with uh, situations that are completely out of our control. But the, the advantage of, of credit unions are they're, they're well positioned to uh, weather these kind of storms. These are, these are situations uh, with public companies uh, that, that we don't have to deal with. Uh, we, we just concentrate on our day-to-day activities uh, and provide the support, as you uh, defined it, Sean, on, on improving uh, uh, members' financial lives. And uh, uh, that's exactly what we should be doing, and that's, that's our concentration. Uh, we don't have to worry about shareholders and so forth uh, in that public uh, domain. We're more concentrated on what we're doing for our members and the communities uh, around our branches. Uh, and specifically, you know, what have I learned? You know, I think that as as you take a look at it, uh, I just learned that there's never enough time in a day uh, to get everything covered that I want to or I want the organization to to accomplish. Uh, you know, it it certainly is humbling uh, uh, with all the activities that are that are taking place on a daily basis. And all the things uh, we as an organization uh, want to do to help our help our members. So uh, that, that's my biggest takeaway after 90 days, Sean. It really is hard to believe it's it's only been 90 days, right? I mean, <laughs> we've you've done so much and we've done so much. And it's like it is I mean, it, it feels like it's gone by in a blink of an eye, but also been an eternity at the same time. But I mean, we've we've been moving and shaking, right? You know, that's that's the thing that the agility uh, of the organization is tested constantly. And uh, I don't see it getting any slower anytime soon. In fact, my my as you as you guys have heard me say before, I I believe that it's only going to get faster from here. And uh, and thus we've got to be uh, be prepared to move in whatever direction is best for our members. Yeah, you've um, said something that's super important in the first 90 days, a focus on impact and community. And I know that we want to hear a little bit about some of the new projects that you're focusing on. But more importantly, you're going back to some roots that you've had in the industry around those very big principles, right? What impact can we have as we're all super busy doing a lot of things for the communities that we serve? So can you tell us a little bit about your philosophy there as I know people helping people was maybe uh, something that your birth certificate was stamped with as an, indus- <laughs> as an industry leader. And um, I want to just hear your perspective on that part of it as new projects are important, but what are those existing ones that you also have championed and want to take forward as now the CEO and president? Yeah, I think that, uh, uh, you know, with 32 plus years of uh, credit union experience uh, uh, at this point, people helping people is is in my blood. Uh, it's something I believe in. It 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 is something that, uh, for me, uh, is enough to make sure I jump out of bed every morning, no matter what time it is, uh, to uh, to get the day started. It's a uh, it's something that's important as a credit union uh, that we continue to support those concepts of people helping people, and as an organization, we're gonna we are gonna go back uh, into the communities. Uh, around our branches and in other areas uh, that that uh, that we can and provide financial education, financial support, uh, and make sure that we are doing a good job as a, a corporate citizen to uh, to improve those communities for for our members. Our members live in those communities, and we want to make sure that we're doing uh, what's right at all times for them. 
and uh, and support the charities and, and other activities in those communities uh, as we move forward. Yeah, you raise a, a great point there where community is so important when you're looking at well-being as it's one of the, the five elements. And, you know, we truly see ourselves as members and role models of that community. And we're out there. We're trying to make a difference. We're trying to make an impact, not just from a financial perspective, but also, you know, looking at from the perspective of this is, we're owners of that community just as much as anybody else and, and a rising tide rises all ships. So, you know, we really need to be out there being role models, empowering others, bringing others to, to join us too. Um, you know, we, we had a great example of that as, as our first impact day last year. Um, but, you know, we, we want our members to be out there following the charge too. We want them to, to, to join in and, and really try to do all they can to help those that need it. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right, Grant. Uh, this isn't this isn't just the affinity team that uh, we want to get charged up to make a difference in the communities and in society in general. Uh, there's so much negativity in the world these days. It, this is an opportunity to make a difference. Uh, Jackie, you pointed out I, I from day one I, I changed the the moniker for our team basically and say difference makers, because I want people to understand what it, what it is to, to get up and make a difference every day. And that can be in the community. It can be with other team members. It can be within your own family. Uh, these are all opportunities to make a difference. And, and if we approach life from that standpoint, it certainly makes, makes it uh, much easier to deal with some of the negativity that's out and surround us. Even when we're looking to hire people, I, I can confidently, confidently say that every single person on our front line, whether it be branches or internal partner groups, they are genuinely caring people. Um, and we're doing everything we can to put the tools and resources in their hand to have the best conversations and translate that to improving our financial well or our members' financial well-being. But I think one of the biggest things I see here at Affinity is that everyone genuinely cares about each other. As, as coworkers, as well as our members and doing everything we can to, to put them at ease from a financial standpoint. Um, even there's, there's conversations every day that happen branches that even aren't about finances, right? Just about life events. But again, developing those relationships, creating the, the connection to our members. Um, our frontline is very, very proud to work here. I can say that again, very confidently. And I know that they are genuinely caring people that are looking out for the best interests of our membership. It's an interesting theme when you think about the industry we've all joined, that people helping people aspect of it. And to your point, Sean, and to your point, Kevin and Grant, it's not about just the finances. And some of the times we have a, an ability to be lumped in with everyone else in financial services, um, you know, whether it's other financial service apps or traditional banks or global banks that, you know, have been in the headlines recently and one of the things I want to pivot to now is our strategy for the future. You know, um, selfishly, I have a big part of that here. I'm very happy to have a part of that at Affinity. But for those who are listening who are not members and those members who are listening, Kevin, what can you tell us about what you see on the horizon, even with all the things going on in the environment around us? What do you wish and see for Affinity in the next five years? That's a great question, Jackie. And obviously, there's many things that uh, as we move forward, we're going to be into. Uh, there's never going to be a, a dearth of, of uh, a lack of opportunity, right? Uh, so it's all about prioritizing that. But my vision for Affinity is uh, to position the organization to take large steps to make a significant difference 
uh, in members' lives in the communities uh, we are within. Uh, we ultimately will be a larger organization in terms of uh, team members, branches, and uh, and members. Uh, you know, I would say also, I know that there's always concern about being bigger, right? That you you feel less connected. You know, growth uh, shouldn't shouldn't scare our members as we uh, we're still going to stay grounded in helping members achieve their financial dreams and continue to uphold the credit union uh, values of people helping people. Uh, it's core to us. Uh, it, it, it's what we get up for every day. It certainly is uh, uh, going to be representative of everything we do and the decisions we make uh, as we move forward. Yeah, it's interesting, too, as we think about where the movement and affinity started. It was really local, very local. And I know you said a sense of this coming back to the community, serving those around our branches or those who might do banking with us over the phone or through the mobile app only, but feeling that sense of community. Um, you know, I wanted to kind of understand a little bit more from your perspective, what's some of the challenges of that? Because I know, Sean, I'll have a question or two around deposits and definitely, mm -hmm. um, you know, Grant's always worried about the safety and security of our members. And we'll ask you those questions as well. But what are the challenges that you feel we're facing more today than ever before in just the financial services market or as Affinity the Credit Union? Well, I think that, I think that there is obviously uh many opportunities for people to uh, move their funds and, and take advantage of opportunity. Uh, the, the difference that uh, Affinity makes is the fact that we have the ability to be a cooperative and that uh, uh, as, as our members put money into us, we're able to turn around and, and use that money to fund loans uh, for people that need them. Uh, so that helps not only uh, uh, the individual consumers in a community, but it also helps the community as well, as we have certainly uh, small business lending and other opportunities to to help our community. So obviously competition is is certainly out there, uh, but I think also competition makes us better. And uh, it keeps us uh, making sure that we're doing the best we can for our, our members as we move forward. Uh, so certainly that's out there. And in I think the other thing is uh, we need everyone's help to un to get people to understand uh, what affinity is about. So that's not only the affinity team, but also the affinity members. Uh, we certainly hope that they're having a good experience and, and that's what our drive is and that uh, uh, they can help us by uh, making sure we're not the best kept secret uh, in, in our core markets as we move forward. It's really critical that uh, uh, the safety and soundness of the cooperative is based on on, on the members using everything in the cooperative. And uh, there's no reason not to. We certainly are competitive uh, in, in our loan rates and our share rates, as well as uh, our fees. Uh, so all of those things uh, uh, are really important for members to take advantage of. Uh, and the value they get out of their cooperative uh, it can be endless uh, for them throughout their, their lifetime. I think you hit on a really key point there. Just we are a cooperative to its core. And a lot of people don't know what that means, but it really has a lot of strength and power just in the fact that our members are our owners. And there's so much value to that in driving the organization from a strategic perspective where we are being told by our owners every day what they want us to be and how we can help them. That's not going to happen at a bank. 
And we need our members to go out there and advocate with their friends, family, communicate communities, so they know that that's who we are and what we're doing and why it matters. Because why it matters is is it's tough to explain sometimes, but I think our members get it. I think they see it and they understand it, and it's it's them out there advocating for us that'll really bring it to the next level. And there's definitely again huge difference between a credit union and a traditional bank. Um, uh, another question I have for you, Kevin, is: Are there any steps? specific to affinity that we are taking to protect member deposits. I know that's something that's on a lot of people's minds right now. So is there anything specific to affinity that we're doing to protect those deposits? Well, first of all, uh, I would say that we aren't doing anything differently than we normally do because uh, protection of, of uh, member funds is, is always high priority uh, here at affinity. So, you know, that, that should not be an ongoing concern for our members. Uh, we're obviously aware of the economic conditions, the banking crisis, the pressure that it's put on uh, the liquidity needs of, of the uh, entire uh, financial services industry. And, uh, you know, we have plenty of liquidity as, as, a, as a backstop to, to fulfill any needs that we have. But, you know, our, our safety and soundness comes from people using uh, uh, affinity and, and our members putting our, their funds in us to allow us, uh, as I said before, to uh, generate loan volume and fill loan needs uh, uh, of our members. So uh, first and foremost, it's always being able to uh, provide uh, liquidity to our, our members. And uh, secondly, we do that in a safe and sound manner, doing loans and investments. And uh, that that hasn't changed and won't change. Uh, so so really, uh, it, it, it's a pleasure for me to be able to say it's business as usual uh, here at Affinity, uh, even through this crisis. And I think that's an important message for those out there who are listening to know credit unions have very similar things like deposits on insurance, you know, insurance deposit. They have very similar things in terms of the threshold, that $250,000 we're no different than those larger banks or those smaller banks in that case. And you just said it best, the safety and security of how we're managed and what we look at. We have a big responsibility around being that trusted entity, right? And if you're part of the cooperative, as Grant said, you are a one share owner, like every other of our 200,000 plus members, we all own one share, which is pretty powerful in this day and age. You don't have too many opportunities and many other corporations to be equal partners in something of that nature. So kudos to the credit union movement. We started out of uh, very interesting times back in the 30s, and we're still here today doing the great work of the communities that we serve. Any other thoughts around what you also envision either for affinity or, you know, what you'd like to say to some of those out there who are not yet affinity members about why joining affinity and why being part of affinity matters most to you? Well, you know, I think that uh, uh, as people evaluate the opportunities with Affinity, I think they, I think a lot of times people hear, hear the, the term credit union and, and think that it, they can't join, number one, uh, and they can, everyone can join it, at least here at Affinity, they can. And uh, in addition, uh, a lot of the same products and services that they uh, need uh, or think they can only get from a, a large financial institution is absolutely not true. We, we offer a whole host of products and services uh, that match up to uh, the largest financial institutions in the world. 
And so uh, uh, they will not have a degradation in service uh, by becoming a member here. But I think also, Jackie, just as as another opportunity and certainly in support of our uh, North Star of, of well-being, you know, we want to increase the amount of education we're going to provide around the key financial events a member is going to encounter within their lifetime. So whether you're a member or, or not a member, I think those are opportunities are key. Then people need to uh, take advantage of, of what we're offering. We also are going to provide a team of uh, financial counselors to assist members in their financial lives. So again, become a member and come in and have a conversation with very talented people to help you uh, uh, achieve that financial dream that you may have. You know, and as that cooperative financial institution, we want to have competitively priced product and services to help members uh, achieve their own financial well-being. And we certainly are well on our way with that and, and more to come in the future as we uh, look for ways to better our offerings uh, uh, for our members and, and pro- again, provide additional value uh, to our members uh, for their, their membership in Affinity. Yeah, we, we want to hear from you. We want to see you. Come in, share your concerns, share where you want to learn more about your financial life so we can give you the tools, the advice, the guidance, uh, whether it's online or, or you know, visiting one of Sean's many, many branches. Um, you know, our folks are going to get you the information you need. You just take that step and, and reach out to us. And uh, speaking of reaching out to us, uh, it's time for us to pivot over to our member mailbag segment. And uh, just a reminder, this is the opportunity for you to share a question or concern or just topic for us to cover in an upcoming episode. If you have a question or comment for future member mailbag segments, please send it to at AffinityFCU on Facebook or Twitter with the hashtag member mailbag. All right. So looking at our question today, and this is actually a little bit of a fun one. This is a pivoting off of our serious conversation of today. Uh, it's if you could trade places with anyone for a day, who would it be? I'll kick that over to you first, Kevin. Ooh, that's a tough one. You know, I think uh, if I could trade places with anybody, I think I'd like to be the head of the NFL. Okay, uh, you know, I think I think that's such a, a franchise at this point that that it, it's certainly not an easy job, but it certainly would be entertaining. That's for sure. Oh yeah. Uh, so to to lead a, uh, a an organization like that is uh, it would be challenging, but so much fun to be able to go to all those games and uh, and enjoy uh, interacting I you were with the say fans. Josh Allen, Kevin. Well, you know, I would probably hang out a lot in Buffalo. Sean, you're right. Uh, having been having been born and raised uh, near Buffalo, New York, uh, you, you you're born with uh, Buffalo Bills uh, 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 blood. It just never goes away. It's funny when you said NFL. I, I didn't know that it was the NFL piece of it. I thought you were going to say, you know, somebody like me maybe for the day because I know that we always have a lot of jokes between each other and you probably never understand what goes on in my mind. So maybe you would figure that out by being me for the day. <laughs> well, you know, I, that'd be an interesting journey for you. Yeah, it, I, it could almost be a little scary. So I'm, I'm going to stay away from that one. You know, I, I, you, you, you have a different life and that's God bless. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We'll, we'll cover that on a future podcast episode. here. Absolutely. So Grant, who would you like to be for the day? So wearing a completely different hat, 
um, wearing my daddy hat, as you all know, I have two wonderful toddler girls. Um, they can be a bit loud sometimes, <laughs> like all the time. And it's fun. It's, it's fun screaming, it's dancing, it's, it's singing. Um, but, you know, sometimes like a Buddhist out in a monastery sometime, <laughs> maybe just a day of peace and silence where, you know, it was a little bit more quiet. I, I think that would be a nice change of pace for me. Um, but just for a day, you know, right back into it, all the fun of, of the kids. Um, but a little quiet once in a while would, would be nice. Sounds like to me, Sean, he wants to uh, uh, follow Aaron Rodgers' footpath. Yeah, there into you the, go. Into the darkness. Sign me up know? for that too, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you can relate, Sean. Uh, I, yeah. I'll, I'll, How about you, Sean? Two tickets, please. Um, <laughs> oh, man. I, I went into this really kind of like who, who could I learn from? And I, I give a lot of credit. So I have a, a friend who owns his own small business. I think it'd be interesting to be a small business owner um, for a day because I know the struggles that they can go through, right? But I think it would be interesting for a day to just kind of see everything that they see, right, Kevin? So kind of to your role and Jackie again in in a leadership role, you see it all. Um, So that would be kind of interesting to me to to see it from that level. Um, And again, on maybe a smaller size um, for more of a local small business aspect. I, I would also join Kevin in the NFL too, and with Grant. So I think all of it, I would, I would do it all. <laughs> well, we got to hear from Jackie, right? I mean, you know, d- Jackie, do you want to be in my chair? Is that what you're saying? I, I do. I, I think that <laughs> sitting there would be interesting, and I, it's kind of in the same place. I think I want to be the president for the day because I look at it two ways. I definitely want to travel um, private, <laughs> and I want to go. So when you guys are flying around in your NFL private jets, I'd like to take the old uh, Air Force One. But also, I like to eat ice cream, and I think that right now we have a good sense of people enjoying the troubles of the world that we live in, and also getting some time to you know just see the people across this beautiful country of ours. So I'd love to have the opportunity one day to pick up and see what that's all about. But until then, I'd like to sit in your chair and we could figure the brains out between each other. <laughs> there what drives so you guys, us now. She's just identified a financial dream there. Yes. I don't know if you picked up on that. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, let's put her. Part? Yeah, let's put her in the counseling. No, no, you want to you want to see the country. So, you know, it's uh, she's got a dream there that we can help her with. So our, our counselors can uh, can work with her. On a yeah, private jet, too. I wrote on. that down. Yeah, I wrote down private yeah, jet that's for right. you. Private jet part. Another, just came another back. dream. There we go. I know that's not carbon sensitive, guys, but I'm going to go with it right now. So with that, you know, um, thank you, Kevin. I mean, we had a great conversation with you. We have a couple more things that we want to spotlight here before we close out this episode. Um, we have a great, you mentioned before, products and services that we offer. And Grant, I want to say to you and Sean, what is your favorite um, savings product right now? that's out there in the marketplace and you can look at your cheat sheet if you don't know where to go with this one but <laughs> oh jackie where are you, you gonna put all those dollars in for those adorable twins of yours you, you already you already know the answer to that but you know what i have uh, a long answer to that in, in with lots of detail so i'll let sean go first and then i'll fill in the gaps afterwards how about that oh i think i think i know where you're going with this grant so what i'm gonna say is our our CD products, right? I'll give you the opportunity to kind of speak to something different, but I do think our CD products at this point are extremely competitive. Um, Any of the listeners out there, if you have not looked at Affinity's um, rates or if you, whether you're a current member or not, 
please check out our rates. Um, I will also tie that back to our future grand opening of our Madison location coming at the, the very beginning of May of this year. We, we may have a little uh, extra incentive for anybody that wants to come visit us in Madison and come you know, meet myself and meet the team. So I encourage anybody to come visit us. But at the same point, I think our CD products are, are very, very competitive. Um, and I, I will let you take it from there, Grant. All right. All right. And, and for our uh, national and international audience, that's Madison, New Jersey, not Wisconsin. Yes. Wisconsin, Thank you Madison, Wisconsin, lovely city, but uh, we are not there yet. Um, of, of course. Of the course. The home of Kena Mutual, right? Exactly. The home yeah. of credit unions. Yep. All right. So pivoting over to our Smart Start Savings account, uh, that is hands down my favorite product right now. I was actually trying to convince my mom to open one just the other day. Uh, we recently increased the rate from 3.5 to 4% annual percentage yield on the first $10,000 in savings. Uh, the previous 3.5% APY only applied to the first 5000 and now the new increased 4.0% APY has even bigger impact applying to that first 10000 That means a higher savings rate on more dollars for Affinity members. For those that are new to the program, it's a unique inverted interest structure that encourages our members to get started on their savings journey with no minimum balance and no monthly maintenance fees. It's a great way to start building your emergency funds since this structure allows for easy access to funds when needed with no limitations on transfers or withdrawals. Still not convinced? Affinity Smart Start Savings Account was recently named Best High Yield Savings Account by the buy side from Wall Street Journal. Visit affinityfcu.com forward slash smart start to learn more. And I think the best part about it, it's you're going to see dollars in those accounts, not just cents yes. on that interest, right? A lot of money matriculates fast on that rate. So thank you for picking the right product there, Grant. And CDs My are pleasure. always a very great way in this market environment too, Sean, as you mentioned, we've got some great promos out there. So, you know, this has been a great discussion today. Kevin, we appreciate you stepping away from your usual duties to attend with us. Now, don't you have the bug? Don't you want to be part of this more often? I'm sure we'll check back in with you over the summer before football season and when you're off with those guys traveling the country there to see all the games. Any final thoughts before we wrap up? Well, first of all, thank you for uh, allowing me to join uh, such a talented group. Uh, but I, on top of that, I think that it, it's such a great opportunity for us to use another channel uh, to communicate with our, our members and those members that, uh, that, that, didn't realize they wanted to be members until they started to listen to this podcast. But it's, it really does make a difference uh, uh, every day what we're trying to do. And all the steps and all the different channels we're using to reach out to people are really critical uh, uh, channels to us. And, and it is, it's important that everyone use every one of those channels. Uh, to find out uh, information about Affinity and about their financial lives. So uh, keep up the great work, team, and uh, I look forward to joining you uh, uh, later this year. Great. We'll call Roger for you and see if he's got some space on the NFL playing <laughs> for you right. in the season openers. And, you know, with that, Grant, why don't you take us home and tell us how uh, more listeners can join us in the future. All right. Well, we always love to hear from you. So again, if you'd like to participate in our member mailbag segment, please send it to @affinityfcu on Facebook or Twitter with the hashtag member mailbag. And as always, rate, like, and subscribe for more well-being and your wallet podcast. 
Visit Affinity FCU for additional information about financial well-being and Affinity products. And as always, stay tuned and listen for us next time on Wellbeing in Your Wall podcast. Thanks, everyone.